You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. I have no recollection what this is, but I I really feel like there's something hilarious here. Is this like when Jerry Seinfeld was trying to figure out the joke he wrote on the cocktail napkin it, next it to his is. bed? It is. Okay, let me just read what it is that I wrote. So what this was did you write? In the middle of the night. You look, you're over there looking so confused. Well, I'm very confused. Here's <laughs> what I wrote. Tell me if there's something funny in this. Plowed under neighbor's marijuana in the middle of the night, just thinking it was a grass fire, could have gotten a hose, but instead plowed it all under. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, there's something funny. You're just no, not getting it. Hello, so. this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And um, did want to... Uh, so We've got a lot of stuff that we're going to get to today. I'm going to admit I'm a little bit thrown off. I'll explain why yes. uh, coming up here in a bit. Um, but yeah, this, this was something that I wrote... In my notes, that's weird. And after all the the happenings yesterday, that's creepy. That all of a sudden you wrote something that you don't remember Uh, writing. I don't think this has anything. I'm sorry. Can you read that again? This this doesn't have anything. I don't think so. I wrote so at some point in the middle of the night, and I do this on occasion where I'll wake up and I'll make notes to myself because my phone's always right next to my bed. Usually, I remember writing them. I have no recollection of writing this, and the only reason I know it's here is because I pulled up my notes before we were going to do the show today, and just as you know, check if there was something that I wrote, made a note about yesterday, and this was written on there. I do not remember writing this. That's weird. This was in the. It, I, I vaguely remember the middle of the night, like waking up maybe, and I must have done that then. But here's okay. Here it is again. Plowed under neighbor's marijuana in the middle of the night, okay. just thinking it was a grass fire. Could have gotten a hose, but instead plowed it all under. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Fun. I don't even. That doesn't even make any sense. It, it makes well, I mean, no I sense. I mean, I guess unless your and, meth head neighbors are growing marijuana. I don't know, and and I don't smoke marijuana, so I don't know why. I, I don't even, smoke marijuana. I don't smoke the weed. <laughs> I don't smoke the reefer myself. So I don't even know why, where that comes from, what was going on in that, what happened in that dream. Something. Yeah. B- so to say that again, this is what Greg wrote in his sleep last night that he does not remember. This is what I wrote in my sleep. This was what's on my notes, and I just discovered this right now, actually, right before we went on air when I was taking a look at them. So, anyway, that happened. Okay. Not quite understanding what that meant. I don't know for sure. <laughs> don't know for sure. Um, but- I don't know. There's all <clears throat> kinds of crazy surrounding you, Greg. I'm really starting to think that it's not so much the house as all right. it is you. Well, let's go ahead and explain this. So, All right, you guys. And just so you know, before we start this, I was there for this. This is the... Fr- Okay. And which is the only reason that I'm going to talk about it, because if I don't bring it up, then you're going to. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where I would not bring this up on the air. I know. Normally. I don't. I would rather ignore this and let it go away. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to have happened. And this but, isn't Greg being... I don't even know what to say. All right. You just you just take it. Okay. All right. So I am a little bit thrown off today, and I think uh, I do need to explain. I know this is the week of Halloween. Wow, what a coincidence this is happening. I can't explain why. It just, it did, it did happen. So I want to go ahead and, and just tell you guys. And I will say for the is. record, I was there and he's not going to be making this up. He did not make this up. This happened. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get into it. So yesterday, hmm. Sarah and I had a bunch of meetings and uh, we actually, we actually went to meetings still. God, we had like three of them. Yeah. Like uh, super starting late starting like- at like six <laughs> and then like eight and then about well, because know, you must, or 10. You must have a few cocktails at every meeting. I mean, that's clearly the way that you have a meeting. Yeah. I mean, you have a couple of drinks, Adam, but I mean, yeah. nothing nothing too crazy. Nothing too wild and crazy. No, no. 
so um so did that and then your bike was left at my house mm-hmm. and you came back over to my house so you could get your bike and drive home which you were perfectly fine to drive home yeah no, ride your bike home ride my bike ride home. your bike home yes so uh so pick up your bike and at my house my roommate uh, has just moved out so there's the the main room down in the base down in the on the main floor which is like the master bedroom which is the master bedroom so this is the room that Keelan used to live in. This is the room that uh, now my roommate Chris is, has lived in and is moving out of. And he just moved his stuff out on Sunday. So all of his stuff is gone. And the other roommate is going to be, uh, is going to be moving in. Mm-hmm. So he's moving in today, actually. But right now, that room is empty. And when I, I came home, I decided to walk in there and just take a look at the room to make sure, you know, make sure it was clean because that was what that was what Chris was doing, which it was. He, he cleaned it all. So there's nothing on that. But I was just inspecting the room because it's been a long time since I've actually been in there because it's been occupied mm-hmm. for the last three years. No. And this is when I, so I was getting my bike out and then Greg's like, hey, will, will you come in and check out the carpet with me to see if there's any. Yeah. That's right. I, yeah. Because I wanted you to take a look too. Because I had seen sure. it before Chris moved in. You're like, do you recognize any of these stains? Is anything new? Blah, blah, blah. And everything looked yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 And it looked good. But yes. No. So I brought you in there. And while we're in there in the, in the master bedroom, uh, looking at this, uh, the smoke alarm went off in the kitchen. So I started hearing the smoke alarm go off. I'm like, well, that's odd. Because literally, I just walked in the door. I mean, we'd only been there for like a minute. Mm -hmm. Because that's the first thing I did was go to check that thing. And the smoke alarm starts going off. So I'm like, okay, that's odd. Great. Did I leave the burner on again or something Mm -hmm. like that? Uh, So went into the kitchen. As soon as I walk into the kitchen, the the smoke alarm went off. I mean, stopped. Mm -hmm. Stopped beeping. I took a look at the oven, took a look at the stove, blah, blah, blah. Nothing going on there. Uh, David was not home. I don't think he'd been home for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he was gone. And, and it was weird. Yeah, because I, it I just kind of actually at work. It was just dead silent in the house. And all of a sudden, this alarm started going off. And then right when Greg went into the kitchen, it stopped. Yeah. So I went into the kitchen and it stopped. And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, well, this is kind of odd. Um, you know, make sure there's no smoke going on. I'm worried about fire. Anyway, stoves off, all that stuff. Start walking back towards the back bedroom. And then the alarm in the bedroom started going off, which was odd. I was like, great. Now, what is seriously what is going which on? Which I and was still there and it scared the shit out of me because that alarm had just stopped in the kitchen. And then the one in the bedroom that where I was still in started going off. Yeah. It so, made no sense. So I, as soon as I walked back into that room, though, that one stopped. I'm like, OK, what's well, weird. So somehow I have power over electronics to stop smoke alarms when they come near me. Um, so standing in the bedroom, back in the bedroom again. Uh, I'm looking at stuff. Sarah walked out of the room and I don't know, getting your bike or whatever you were doing. And I'm standing there in the room and then it happens again in the kitchen. So it starts going off in the kitchen. And I'm like, this is getting really annoying. Uh, what the hell is going on here? And, you know, and, and I even looked at down in the basement, make sure there's like, there's no smoke. There's no fire. There's nothing going on. Yeah. Windows are closed. And I walked back in there into the, to the kitchen where the alarm was going again. As soon as I get within about five feet of it, it stops. Okay, this is get, and and at this point I'm getting I'm starting to get a little bit weirded out by this. Now, it was weird too because the beeps that the that the alarms were having, it wasn't like the test beeps and it wasn't like a set pattern, like it wasn't just like one, two, three and then stopped. No. Like it would go for as long as it took Greg to get into the other room. And that's that's where it was getting kind of odd. Now, these things have never gone off. These are brand new batteries actually. I just put them in a, a month ago, which usually the last like 10 years on on uh, smoke alarms. So, 
it wasn't the batteries. I actually took out the battery from the one in the kitchen and replaced it with a battery, uh, another battery that I'm pretty sure was brand new as well, mm-hmm. and just to make sure. I was like, okay, this is odd. This needs to stop happening. Walk back into the bedroom. Now, this back bedroom, this is where no one else has really ever had anything go on in there, like, supernaturally. Or yeah, little, like, whenever it's things. occupied, nothing's ever happened. Nothing ever happens. No one who's ever lived in that room has ever told me they've ever experienced anything in that room. Mm-hmm. The only time that anything has ever happened in that room was when, uh, when, is when it's empty, when it's vacant. And that was when I was sleeping down there at that one point, about three years, uh, almost exactly three mm-hmm. years ago, uh, when I was sleeping down there. And that's when, um, and I'm just going to say this, I know this sounds crazy, but there were voices that were in the room. It wasn't coming from outside. I checked everything. I'm very logical when it does come to this stuff. Mm-hmm. I try to be. I know I sound insane, but, um, and I, I would hear the mumbling off in the corner. I thought, okay, that was kind of odd. And then um, that was where something yelled my name yeah. in my ear. And uh, that was, you know, it, again, that's terrifying. But, um, and the only other thing that's happened in that room is the, uh, I had the friend who was staying there and then a woman told him to take his shoes off. Yeah. Take yeah. Off your shoes. Take off your shoes. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't realize till the next day wasn't his wife. Yeah, he thought it was his wife. And thought it was his wife. Yeah, yeah, his wife's like, no, I did not tell you to do that. Um, so, so at this there point, there has been odd things that have happened in that room. Yeah. Before. So at this and, point, like I have my bike, but now I'm getting f- freaked out, and it's just weird because I'm actually witnessing this. I'm like, all right, I hear Greg talk about this stuff, but I never actually see it, and I'm sitting here watching this happen where like these electronics are just going off by themselves and there's kind of and it's it's not like overwhelming like ooh weird noises but it just felt weird and there were some weird noises and then these alarms kept going off in scattered different places and it got to the point where Greg actually you had to tell it to stop well, at one point yeah here's here's what happened next. so th- this is after the third now alarm has gone off and they stop every time. No rhyme or reason. Again, it, there isn't a pattern. There isn't anything. It's the just. The pattern is as soon as I get near it, it'll stop. And so I walk weird. back into the bedroom now. This is the third time I'm walking into this back bedroom where I'm just trying to. I'm getting kind of annoyed at this point. And I'm standing there in the bedroom. I've checked everything. There's no fire. There's no burning. There's no cooking. There's nothing going on that would make two different smoke alarms go off. That that I can that I can see. And they're at two all. completely different sides of the two house. Two completely different sides yeah. of the house. And as I stand, uh, I, I went back into the bedroom again. I'm standing there. I'm looking at the closet, just looking at things, and it starts going off in the kitchen again. Now this is the third time it's gone. And off that's in after the you changed the batteries again. This is after I I switched <laughs> it out with a different battery. I'm pretty sure that battery was brand new. It was in the drawer. Whatever. It's a different battery though that's in it, and it starts going off again. And at that point. I got, um, I was, I was pissed off. I'm like, this is fucked up. And I, I decided to just to see if this would work again. I hate telling the story because I sound absolutely insane, but I talked to what maybe possibly could be there. So I started yelling. I was like, stop it. Stop it now. And as soon as I said that, I didn't even leave that bedroom. It stopped in the kitchen. The alarm stopped beeping after I yelled, stop it. Um, and uh, yeah, Tony's saying, you do know you need to replace smoke alarms every five years. Yes, they're brand new smoke alarms that were replaced six months ago. So these, these are brand new smoke alarms. So um, it so was it's not weird. that. Let yeah, me I, just I know you. it's not that. And believe me, I, I'm, 
only reason I'm telling this is because I just Sarah happened to be there, and if I didn't if I didn't tell you guys, Sarah would bring it up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I have to I have to tell the story. So I did. I yelled at it to stop, and it stopped. the The smoke alarm stopped. So I left that room. You know, was walking around and uh, actually stepped outside for a minute, and was just like, okay, this is this is just weird weird stuff, mm-hmm. and. As soon as I as soon as I brought it up to Sarah, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know really what's going on." Because you were getting you were pretty freaked out. Yeah, it was. And I'm getting weird ready to out. ride my bike home in the dark after I'm seeing all this shit. I'm like, I don't want something following me. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is uh, this is really odd. I don't know." I I said, "I'll I'll be honest. That was kind of weird that I could tell that I yelled stop and it stopped. And as soon as I started talking about it outside, just outside the door, it started going off again. And I just turned around and. As it as it was going off, I just yelled, "Stop! Stop!" You know, I started yelling. You know, I was like, "Yeah, Stop I think you were it. like, knock it off." Yeah, and uh, which probably sounds crazy to any neighbors <laughs> that were outside hearing me yelling, "Stop! Knock it off!" And as soon as I did, it stopped. It was weird. I mean, it, there's it did no do explanation. That. There's no. It I mean, did seem to do that on command. It, whether it's, whether I got close to it or I yelled, "Stop it!" It would it would stop doing it. And so it was very odd. I don't know how to explain that. The only thing I can say, you know, I know everybody's going to tell me I'm insane. And, oh, it's this and this and this. I will say they're brand new smoke alarms. They're six months old. Never had to do this do this before. And on top of that, you know, I did switch out the battery on the one in the kitchen even. Mm. It, and but it still did it. But it still did it. And it's yeah. two different smoke alarms. So I don't know. It was weird. And it actually makes me uncomfortable. Like, I... Like... In all honesty, like we joke about the fact, like, oh, Greg lives in a haunted house. But, dude, after seeing that, I'm like, dude, you live in a haunted house. Like, I would be freaked the fuck out all the time. But I mean, it's not, but it's not scary. It didn't feel scary, but to see something that doesn't have any explanation. Well, and that's and, what I get frustrated with is there isn't an explanation, and that annoys me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, if there's something wrong with the alarms, then I, I want to fix them. But they're they're not. They're I remember buying them from Fred Meyer six months mm-hmm. ago, right before Chris moved in. So it's not that. It's I, I just don't know. I just don't know. That's the bottom line. It's very annoying. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. It, w- it was annoying the hell out of me last night. Um, Isn't that well? You had and just then talked- also the the other thing was, but this this could very easily be explained just because of the smoke alarm. Yeah. But the cat refused to go downstairs. The cat never comes up to my room. And it's probably just because of the smoke alarm, probably because of the beeping. But it was kind of weird that, uh, yeah, she ran upstairs, which she's she's always afraid of coming upstairs. Like she just she's a weird cat, mm-hmm. um, and wouldn't wouldn't come back downstairs. Like even even after the alarm went off in the middle of the night, she came up the stairs and was hanging out up there. So I I don't know, maybe that's uh, maybe that's just well, the alarm noise. I mean that could that could be explained by that. It was just adding on to the weird thing of like a. Okay, this Dude, is, this now, is all. Now well, the cat's freaked out too. Well, you were talking about uh, how you just saw the conjuring, and this sounds a lot like it, like with the animals refusing to enter particular doorways. Then with whatever that is, like the slideshow thing, where it's like possession, like oppression. Where like it, like at first it's just like the weird sounds. Then it's them trying to communicate with you, and once you pay attention to the communication, then that's when it can possess you. Oh God, <laughs> I'm not going down that road. No, I'm just saying it's it's odd. I can't really necessarily explain it. If someone feels like they can, fine. But if you're going to send me an email telling me I'm insane and that this is the logical reason for it, please pay attention to the things that I did say. Brand new smoke alarms. Switch out the battery. There was no smoke in the house. 
there was the stove was not on. No one was cooking. So there, these things are covered. So when I get the, the million emails, I'll get telling me how ridiculous I am. At least those things are covered. So then f- please feel free. Give me a logical explanation. So I have one. I'd, I would actually really like one. Yeah, I'd like that. I've been I, I living really in my like one. I've been living in my apartment for three years, and my alarms never accident like start you know going up unless they're being tested or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just weird. Well, I mean, I've had them go off if I'm cooking you mm-hmm. know, or something like that, or I or if I burn something or something like that. Sure, but uh, yeah, it's 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 weird. Yeah, it's weird. And you actually saw it. It was. It it, it was. I mean, did it not stop on my command? It stopped when you said stop. And it was, and it would stop like uh, not at the end of the beep, even it would stop like mid beep. Yeah, it was on my. It was like the beep. Yeah, it was weird that beep. it would do that on my command. Yeah. No, if you you do sound crazy, but I was there, and you're not crazy. Well, I, I mean, mean you might happened. be crazy. Well, maybe. Yeah. But this at least did occur. Mm-hmm. However you want to explain <laughs> it, it occurred. So, and and it is good actually that you did witness it. So I don't sound as insane, or at least sure. maybe we both just sound insane. Sure. It was. It was up. That's all I can say. So I'm getting it out there. It did throw me off a little bit. I, I will. I will admit. And uh, so I, I didn't sleep well. And apparently, I write weird um, poems in my write sleep weird nonsensical things about to yourself. Marijuana. <laughs> Even though you don't smoke the marijuana, make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of crazy, should we go ahead and do a little bit of sure some world of crazy? Yes, let's do that. All right. I found this first story, and it actually kind of terrified me. And I was thinking about. Whether or not I wanted to say it, but I'm going to anyway. Okay. And also, thank you to everybody who sent it to me, but I will not be reading the horrible pit bull story that people have sent to me. You don't even want to know. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. Okay, I'm not going to look that up. No. Just don't look at pit bull and testicles. Just oh, do no. I said I'm Damn not. It. No, no, no. I'm not reading it, but I'm saying, like, I got sent. <laughs> I love everybody who sends me stuff, but at the same time, I'm like. I'm so broken. These are the things that people email me about. <laughs> oh, well. People see that story and think, oh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah Dillon. She, she would want to hear about this. Hey, speaking of things that you can do on the internet, you guys, we have our sweatshirts for sale for a limited time only. Yes, if indeed. You to, if you go to funemploymentradio.com slash store, you, yes, you can pick up your very own Fun Employment Radio hoodie. Uh, it's a zip up. High quality. It's going to be uh, they're on sale until November fourteenth, which leaves sixteen days. Yes, to purchase it, pick them up, and uh, it, we it's can a, ship it can be, them. Yep. anywhere, anywhere in the world, we can ship them to. Um, if you are in the Portland area, you can even come pick it up from us ourselves at the studio. You can stop by the studio, and uh, we'll arrange a time for you to come pick them up. Mm-hmm. So either way, no matter where you are, you can get a Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt. It's so exciting! It's awesome. <gasps> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, yeah. There's the story. I'm not reading that. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> First up, terrifying stories. All right, you know how you always hear stories about carnies, but you're like, they can't possibly, they would never possibly do anything to endanger your life. Like, even what do you though- mean? You know, even though they work at a traveling carnival and they seem to hate you, like that guy on the Ferris wheel this year who wouldn't let me off of the Ferris wheel when I was freaking out. Well, yeah, he was probably enjoying that. Yeah, he was enjoying it a little too much. He wouldn't let me off the Ferris wheel, even though I was basically in tears. Yeah. (sighs) Well, this is a story out of North Carolina. Police now believe that an accident uh, that happened this past week at a North Carolina state fair where five people were ejected from a ride was no accident at all 
And in fact, the carnival operator has been arrested and charged with purposely tampering with the ride. What? Like how? He purposely tampered with the ride to harm people. Oh, this guy's name is uh, 46, uh, he's 46 years old. His name is Timothy Dwayne Tuttero. He's been charged with three counts of assault. Like, that every, sounds everyone, like a carny name. Doesn't it? Wow. Timothy, can I, can I look him up? No, because you're supposed to be listening to my story. Oh, I'm listening to the story. I don't, you're, not, you're never going to be able to spell Tuttero. Timothy Dwayne Tuttero. Found him. I totally uh, spelled it right, too. All right, well, he, uh, so nobody, nobody that died, but uh, he's been charged with three counts of assault with a dangerous weapon. So the, uh, the name of this ride is the Vortex, which kind of sounds like it. Okay, so uh, it's the Vortex, which is a pendulum ride, which flips passengers around. Pendulum? Pendulum. Okay. Pendulum. Pendulum? Pendulum? Why is it a D? Why is it, why is it? Well, yeah, yeah, you, you got it. Uh, so it's so it's one of those. So what did he do? Like take out a bunch of screws out of it or something? Oh uh, well, it says uh, uh, so. It's a pendulum li- uh, ride which flips passengers around. I guess he restarted it while they uh, were still while riders were still entering and exiting the cars. So people while they were trying to get on or oh, get off geez. of the ride were thrown off. A couple were knocked unconscious, and five of the riders were taken to the hospital. Uh, according to the nine one one calls for witnesses, witnesses say some of the riders fell as far as thirty feet to the ground. Ugh. That is your worst nightmare. Yeah. It is my worst nightmare. I'm never going on a carnival ride again. Well, I mean, that and like, you know, like horrific plane stories and stuff. But I mean, now can you see why I was having a panic attack on the Ferris wheel? Because that carny hated me and he just wanted. He was not going to. He wasn't going to send you. Maybe it was him. You know what? That was a few months ago. Maybe it's the same carny. Yeah, but. But he traveled from St. Paul, Oregon, all the way to North Carolina. Yeah, but, well, they do travel. A carny with a chip on his shoulder. It's the carny life. They do travel a lot. Well, he did feel bad after it because witnesses say uh, that they saw the ride off. Operator who was then identified as Timothy Tuttero, uh, crying and hysteric- hysterically crying after the incident. So he did it on purpose or an accident? He did it on purpose, but then he felt bad about it after doing it. Was it a bunch of shit apples? I don't know if it was they a bunch of shit it? apples. Regardless of well, what they're shit apples. It's right. But I'm saying some of those uh, kids at carnivals, you know, they get a little annoying. I could see getting annoyed with them. Now, I'm not saying he should turn on the ride and send them flying. Um, and no one was killed, right? No one was killed, no. Okay. Um, but I can kind of understand a little bit of the rage. Is this true? Nips in the chat is saying that uh, carnies are mostly ex-cons. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Well, I've never known a carny, so I don't know. I would think that would be tough if they were an ex-con because they have to travel state lines all the time. Although, I mean, I guess you're an ex-con. It's yeah. like you're on parole, maybe not. Yeah, the meth thing, I've heard about that. Well, this is just Perhaps secured. we can get a carnival worker... To come in here in studio. If someone out there listening right is, now is Carney is offensive? Works, I don't know. That's a, that's another question I don't know. But no, but we can't ask a Carney if Carney's offensive. Like we're supposed to sure, we should why find that we? out. Why why couldn't we? Because if it's offensive, then we shouldn't be calling them a Carney. Well, but to then begin he with. can educate us and tell us how we're how that's wrong. What we're saying. It's weird how sometimes abbreviated things are are like offensive. You know, like if you know, like there's transsexual, but then like sometimes people are offended. You know, by the word tranny. Like maybe Carney is the same kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that we should. I think we should call them a carnival worker. Uh, what, we have to say car- the full thing. Hello, hello, your name is Peter, and you're a carnival worker. A carnival worker. A carnival. Um, uh, a ride operator. A ride operator. I don't know. I don't know what the right one would be. An entertainer. Well, anyway, yes. If you uh, do work, <laughs> it's being asked. Do we really care what a carny thinks? <laughs> sure. 
I want to know. I want to know what the life is like. Absolutely, actually. Uh, Kilan says, you don't ask Mr. Carney. Do you like being called a Carney? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you are a seasonal carnival worker or travel on these uh, circuits, please get a hold of us. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I would love to hear. Imagine the stories that I a don't know carnival if I want a carny in here. No offense. Why not? I don't know because carnies seem a little squirrely. Well, they're, they're we have some expensive squirrely. stuff in here. I don't. I don't well, know if I want. the doors lock. Yeah, but I don't know if I want a carny seeing what we have in here. No, I'm already judging the carny. Yeah, I know. You're you're the one that's being very judgmental. I am. Here. I'm being completely judgmental. I don't you're trust the carny. Worried about whether the or not we can call him No. And now you're all of a sudden insinuating that this person is going to steal all of our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of carnival workers probably aren't trying to hurt anyone. They may want to, but they won't. Well, Totoro has since been arrested, and he's booked on $225,000 bail. Uh, authorities say he worked for an independent contractor, and Vortex was the only ride at the fair operated by an outside company. I wonder if there's, oh, I wonder if there's a way if you can find out who, who runs what ride. Because mm. if he's independently are contracted. You, are you specifically assigned one? See, these are all the questions that I have. Like, are you trained for just the Ferris wheel? Who cares? If you are the Ferris wheel operator, can you operate, like, the the merry-go-round thing? Greg, I'm not mean to be demeaning to the carny fucking lifestyle and their, you know, their workforce, but I'm pretty sure that there's just a knob that you push one way to start it and then pull it back to stop it. Pretty sure that's that's the carny life. I think there is a lot more involved in it, and I think you're insinuating too much on our, uh, as, uh, let's see, what did Tristan call it in, um... An amusement technician. Yes, amusement technicians. I want to know if there's specific training for all these different things. <laughs> Edward with the training says, you can push that button. Can you push that button too? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so anyway, he's being held on $225,000 bail. All of your carny labeled hate mail, please send it to me. Um, so let's see, so the police have investigated uh, the Vortex ride and police said they found evidence that the accident was in fact deliberate. Uh, so they said after talking to the ride operator, they've determined the ride was tampered with. Wow. Yeah. So he is going to be in jail for a little while. Okay, Lucas in the in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're listening live, go there now. He just said um, that carnies will try to get inappropriate pictures of women attending the fair to sell to an offshore creep shot site. Does that happen? Oh, gross. Like un- like upskirt ones? I don't know. Is that what they're doing? Surely they're not all doing that. Oh, it is being suggested I could go undercover. Ryan says anything that can be installed in two hours by a drunk guy that moves in excess of 20 miles per hour should not be written. <laughs> that is, <laughs> and I will never ride a carnival ride again. <laughs> Well, I'm sh- just wait a minute, and there will probably be one at the waterfront for something. There have to be like next time there's a fair down at the waterfront. I want to get some interviews with some with some amusement technicians. Good luck with that. Are you serious? The last amusement technician I tried to talk to when I was begging him to let me off the Ferris wheel just laughed and made the ride go faster. <laughs> Good luck to you. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was horrible. <sighs> Next up, a story of a Winder woman. Where's Winder? It seems like it's in, in the province. Where's Winder? Is it in England? 
Winder, Ontario? Sure. Winder, Ontario. That's what we do. A Winder woman is facing multiple charges after uh, an incident that happened yesterday at a McNeil market in Winder. So police were dispatched to the marketplace after a clerk called 911 to report a woman in a zebra and leopard pattern dress was threatening her. When officers arrived, the woman, later identified as Patricia Frady, 31 years young of Winder, was uh, standing at the cash register paying for some items. The officers overheard Frady tell the clerk that she didn't mean to offend her and she didn't really want to hurt her, but she would. When the woman heard the police radio, she turned around and asked, are you guys here for me? Uh, At that time, uh, so the police say at that time she was notified that we needed to talk to her about the incident and that she was not in any trouble. The officer had written in their report. She immediately threw her items that she had purchased onto the ground and fell to the ground in a fetal position. She then started banging her head on the floor multiple times. Wow. Yeah, the officers then put Patricia Frady into handcuffs for her safety as well as theirs and escorted her outside where she was placed in the back seat of one of the patrol cars. Frady then, according to the report, started losing her mind, screaming, Why are you arresting me? When, you, uh, when officers were there to investigate the possible threat against her uh, that she was threatening the clerk, Frady reportedly started to scream, yell, and bang her head on the glass of the patrol car. Uh, so she continued to scream, uh, kick, scream, and yell that she was going to kill me, hurt me, and other things, the officer wrote. The other obscenities reportedly stated that she kept calling the officer a little pig. <laughs> wow, that's not going to go well That's not going to go well at all. That's not going to do very well for you. Uh, Frady then... After insulting the officers, allegedly started to inform them about her high education and how smart she was. Uh, she also told the, the best way. The best way to do that is to <laughs> demean someone first and throw a fit and bang your head on the floor. That'll get their attention. Then tell them how stupid. Yes. They are. Yeah. She said she <laughs> informed the officer that she was very highly educated and then told him, <laughs> "I know all of the minerals in your yard." <laughs> when, <laughs> when asked if she had completed high school, Frady said that she had not and then started to scream back at him, I am going to kill you and voodoo is going to get you. The officer then checked Frady's information through dispatch and learned she had an outstanding warrant. At that point, uh, the officers did lock her into the patrol car and notified dispatch that she was indeed under arrest. Frady, the officer noted, was very violent and highly agitated. She reportedly continued to bang her head on the dividing glass of the patrol car and then switched from wanting to kill the officer to then offering to perform oral sex on the officer. Wow, that switched pretty quick. As she started licking the window that separated her from the front of the car. I don't think the woman that's banging her head onto the uh, glass is the girl I want. Between Maybe offer- stay away from that area. <laughs> I just don't think that's something. Between offerings of, more, of oral pleasures... Uh, Frady was licking the multiple windows on the back seat of the patrol car while mumbling <laughs> things like, I want to give you oral sex, voodoo will get you, I am going to own you, and watch out for me when I get out. <laughs> Why would I let that woman anywhere near? Yeah. No. Uh, another police officer arrived on the scene, and upon his arrival, Frady told him, Hey, I know you. Pay me money, and I will blow you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yes. Well, Frady was taken to the Barrow County Detention Center while searching Brady for drugs. Deputies found a silver crack pipe with orange tape on it. Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. She was booked uh, into the jail on on charges of terrorist threats and acts. Wow, they don't fuck around. Disorderly conduct and misdemeanor probation violation. What is her her name? Her name is... uh, Our last name is Frady. What was her first name? Uh, Patricia Frady. F-R-A-D-Y. Take a look at what Patricia Frady looks like. I bet she looks exactly how you think she looks. I can't find a picture of her. Oh, well, that's too bad. All right. 
Sounds like a lovely woman. Speaking of lovely women, it's just all it's all crazy bitches today. A woman who dressed up. <laughs> a woman who dressed up for a Halloween party this past weekend as an abusive wife for a Halloween-themed pub crawl ended up attacking her boyfriend and being charged with domestic violence. How does one dress up as an abusive wife? She dressed up as an abusive wife, and he dressed up as his abused husband. When, in fact, the costumes became reality. What? And she was arrested for attacking what is boyfriend. The, what is the costume, though? Like, what do you... How do you signify yourself as an abusive wife? You know, it doesn't say, but it says that that's what they were dressed up as. Okay. Yeah, so it says she was dressed up as an abusive wife, wife and the boyfriend was dressed in, as an abused husband for the pub crawl. So what happened? Police were on patrol during the pub crawl at about 9 p.m. this past Saturday. So they first spotted, let's see, the woman lying on the sidewalk. Wait, 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 hang on. All right, so they, they spotted her laying, rolling around on the sidewalk. This was, in fact, after she had decided to attack her boyfriend inside of the pub crawl as she was dressed as an abusive wife. So apparently, then she was arrested because the fake blood that he had had on him for dressing up as the abused husband actually turned out to be real blood. So she was arrested and she was able to get released on 10% of her $5,000 bond and she is set to head up to her hearing on November 6th. That's some serious business right there. I don't understand how you would dress like that though. You're right. Like does she have like a bat or something? I mean I can see how you could dress up as being someone abused. Bruises and all that stuff. Yeah so Uh she was the abusive and he was the abused. And she lived out that costume. Yes, and she lived out the costume. Hmm. And finally, in a disturbing trend of stories that I found lately, I don't know why I'm still wearing my sweatshirt. It's really warm in here. That's my story. You know what you need to do is get a sweatshirt from funemploymentradio.com slash store. Greg, that is the best idea. You do. Because not only would I be supporting us, but I would be supporting another local business as well. And uh, that would just be the best idea ever. Yeah. Greg, I have another one of these stories, and I think that maybe one of these days you're going to have to try this to see if it's true. What? A 91-year-old man is coming out with claims that the secret to his longevity and fantastic health at 91 years old is drinking his own pee. I want to know what's going on with this. There does seem to be a disturbing amount of I'm kind of like, I wouldn't, like, I wish that I could do it just to see if it would work, but I could never bring myself to drink my own pee. You want to do it, though? I mean, if you really want to do it, you could do that. I don't think so. Well, a man by the name of George Ambrose is 91 years old. He lives with his 87-year-old partner, Joyce, in the south of Spain, and drinks two pints of his own urine every single day. He insists that drinking his own pee is the secret to his youthful uh, appearance and high activity. Ambrose stumbled upon the practice while searching on the internet for a home remedy for his back pain, which, of course, you should believe everything you find on the internet, even if it includes drinking your own urine. Wow. Ambrose said, with nothing left to lose, since I did find it on the internet, I thought I'd try therapy, the urine therapy, to help obtain a better quality of life for my remaining years. Not only does he drink pints of it a day, 
But he also puts his extra urine on his wounds, claiming it to be very effective in healing problems on his face, arms, and legs, and even on his eyelids and ears by massaging the affected areas with his urine, which can be fresh for a day or two. How does he not... How do you know how long urine is fresh? I'm sorry. I know that's a gross question. But urine's never fresh. It's toxins, right? Well, it's your body getting rid of toxins. It's your body getting rid of toxins. It's sterile, I guess. Yeah, it's. You know what? More I think and more people the are doing between having this. an extra long life and living to ninety-one, or drinking my own urine for the next fifty-some years. I'm just gonna go ahead and go without drinking the urine. I'm gonna take my chances. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You know what? I'm all right with it. I'm. I'm just really. I'm. I'm boggled about the whole when urine stays fresh. You you seem actually curious about. This. I am kind of curious about this. Have you have you attempted to drink your own urine? No, before? I could never. Are you saying this really? because you tr- you thought about it and you wanted to, but then you couldn't actually go through with it? No, I mean like, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No. No, I'm I'm particular with like foods that I eat. I'm not going to drink my ew. No ew. All right. So does it actually work is the burning question for everybody. You might not be convinced, but Ambrose sure is. Uh, He says that it has actually helped all of his back pain. All he has to do is take a couple of aspirin every day to keep active. And he firmly believes that the urine therapy helped reduce the spinal column nerve pains to an acceptable level. And it doesn't cost him a bean. Clearly (laughs) couldn't have been the aspirin that he's taking every day. (laughs) at all. Well, it's like his 91-year-old old-timey. It didn't cost me a bean. I just drink my pee. Uh, Joyce, his girlfriend, does not share his enthusiasm. (laughs) He said that she finds it impossible to overcome her feelings of repugnance at the very thought of drinking her own urine. She has resisted all of his attempts to persuade her to try the urine therapy. Now, Ambrose admits that it doesn't taste that great, although he says it doesn't taste that bad either. And he says that afterward, he rinses his mouth out with water, eats a couple grapes to cleanse his palate. Oh, imagine how bad his breath is. Oh, God, pee breath. Oh, yeah, he lives with his girlfriend, who supports him drinking his own pee. Boy, what's wrong with her? That's really what the question is. What happened in her life that she's living with a 91-year-old man who drinks his own urine? Well, you can't be... at 80. Well, she's 87, he's 91. Maybe no, she's just not that, that picky, picky anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so, at that point. How long have they been together? Oh, it doesn't... Greg, I don't really have the history of their relationship. All right. But... All you need to know is that he drinks his pee every day and he has a live-in girlfriend. <laughs> so, Greg, I know your burning I guess question he's doing is: something right. Are there any actual health medical uh, health benefits to drinking urine? Now, a doctor that was asked about this says that there is, in fact, absolutely no science to back this up. Stop drinking your piss. Uh, so he said, over the years, many people have claimed health benefits from drinking their own urine. But as far as I'm aware, and as far as most doctors that I've spoken to are aware, there is no scientific evidence to back up these claims. The kidneys are an efficient filtering system, getting rid of what the body doesn't need. So to put it back into your body seems counterproductive. I think that's pretty much biology. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, <clears throat> a safe assessment to make. That you're not supposed to drink your own urine. <laughs> Keelan says, I don't even have a girlfriend, and this dude drinks his own pee. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone for everyone, Keelan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you have it. I just, I don't understand. I think if you're this curious, maybe you ought to. No. 
and that my friends is your world are crazy. Yeah, that's right. Why do people do that? Like, what? There's I know you so really many. Want to know. I am. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Because there's so many remedies on the internet. What was this 91 year old dude doing on the internet, looking for homeopathic back remedies to to make himself feel better? And there were all these different options, and he picked drink your own pee. Yeah. What has gone wrong in his life that that's the like it isn't just like eat more vitamins, you know, get a get a daily workout in, get some vitamin D. That no, was, I'm going to drink maybe my. Maybe that pee. was the easiest thing. Maybe that's that's what he wanted. That he found the solution he wanted. What if we we're friends with like a pee drinker and we don't know it? it could be. Would they admit it? They seem to be a very proud people. <laughs> Seems like they don't really keep that a secret. Like they like to show off about the fact that they drink their own urine. Dude, if we could have a dream guest today, it would be a carney who drinks his own pee. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? <laughs> a little bit of ball talk in here. Yes. Someone said not vitamin D, vitamin P. Oh god. Oh boy. <laughs> I really am. I have to say, I'm intrigued by this because it makes no sense to me. Like, out of all of the options in the world, you would settle on, oh, hey, I'm going to drink a cup of my urine and hope for the best. No. I don't know. I think a few choices in different directions, I think you could end up being that person. With your already, you already have the interest in it. I would never, ever drink my own pee. No. 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 Would you be willing to take a lie detector test? Yes, I would take a lie detector. No, it's so gross. I get so grossed out so easily by things I could not do that. Oh. No. I do want to talk to somebody who does drink their own pee, though. I want to ask, like, what's the step between not drinking pee and then drinking a pint a day? Imagine the first time you do it. That's got to be it. That's a big hump. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what gets you, what, what made them decide, like, they're like, all right. I mean, this is what I mean. You are way too curious about that. I am. I could see you getting into the lifestyle. I just really want to know. I want to know if the point. If someone convinced you enough that there was some health benefit, you actually might be the perfect target market for this. I will never drink my own pee. You are. You but I have know, put hemorrhoid cream under my eyes. <laughs> yeah. You are the person who reads stuff on the internet. You are the person who goes to an 80% off teeth whitening thing at some guy's back closet. It totally worked for like a week. <laughs> And then my teeth were more porous than ever. You are that guy. You are that person. I'm not. I'd say you're three, maybe three steps removed. Three more things need to happen, but then you would. I'm going to look up. All right. While you're doing this and I'm going to be listening, I'm, I want to look up health benefits. Health benefits of drinking your your. That's the first thing. Health benefits of drinking your urine, your own breast milk, own pee. Lemon in your water. <laughs> Lemon in your water is the fourth one behind urine and pee. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Just balls. to stop this talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. It's potpourri of balls. Small, smattering. Not a ton of them, but a few things that are going on. First up, I want to bring up this. So, the Washington Redskins are starting to develop quite a movement uh, associated with uh, people wanting their name change. 
So this is it's really picked up this year about people wanting the Redskins name to be changed. Good, that name's messed up. Uh, owner Dan Snyder says he will never change it, and that people love the name and blah blah blah. So, uh, but now they are in fact starting to get protesters that are following following them around to all of their games. So they just played at Denver over this last weekend, and there was an estimated 100-plus protesters that were there protesting the team bus as it came in. Um, there's two things with that. I mean, I can totally, if you want that name changed, I totally understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a messed up name. I mean, it really is. If you just look at the root of it, I mean, there's really not much to debate on it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that, that name sucks. It's an offensive term. It's an offensive term. Yeah. I mean... Pick out another cool name. There's a million names out there. You can pick out a cool name for it. But regardless of that, it's not really the players' fault. You know, to be protesting the players mm-hmm. themselves, they don't it's have not. anything to do with that. Yeah. You know, their employees, they're, they're doing what they got to do. And honestly, they don't really have a choice of what team to play for. It's not like they could say, oh, I don't want to play for this. You can't really do that. It's either that or they don't have a job. Yeah. So I don't know if, if protesting the players is really the right no, I mean, right if it's the guy do. who owns them that's saying, oh, I'm not going to change it, like, that's, that's clearly who, the guy that's that you where should be protesting. At. I think maybe finding a better way to protest it might be a, might be a good idea. But anyway, that is, uh, that is what's going on. They, and they've said that they're going to be following them around um, to all the stadiums where they play. So I think they're playing at Minnesota next, if I remember correctly. That seems counterproductive. Yeah, or Green Bay. Maybe it's Green Bay. I don't know. Where, wherever their next game is, anyway, they're they're going to be there for all of the Redskins games. So that's what's going on. But expect that to, to heat up. If it works, great. I'm going to say don't... Before they go too much this, don't don't harass the players themselves. It's, that just seems... Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's going after the wrong target there. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We've got this. Dun, dun, dun. This is possibly one of the coolest stories you will hear from the world of college football this year. And it happened this weekend at the Rice University game. The Rice Owls were taking on UTEP, University of Texas El Paso. And a very awesome player got in for the Rice game. So it's, uh, it's a... Dang, where's his full name? Of course it... Of course, my thing cut up. Uh, his last name's <laughs> Carter. Sure. Just make up the first name. Bob Carter. Okay. Jason Carter. Jason, Jason Carter. Carter. There it is. <laughs> uh, Jason Carter for the Rice University Owls came in and played one down. He had one carry. He's a running back for the team, and he weighs 135 pounds and stands four foot nine. He was a walk-on onto the team. Uh, that uh, he, you know, he was on a Division One team. He got walked on. I guess he's he actually is really. Good, but he's very, very small. And they they got him into the game. He got to get his first his first carry in four years Aww. of being on the team and actually got to run it. He's a little guy. The entire crowd stood up and cheered for him. I guess they all know who he is, which who wouldn't know about the four foot nine guy that plays on the football team. <laughs> and uh, yep, got got to uh, got to rush. I think he rushed for a few yards. Oh, that's cool. It's awesome. You kind of want to put him on your shoulders, don't you? I want to shake his hand because he's badass. Because I support. The short agenda. Four foot nine. The short agenda. 135 pounds. Got to go in and actually play. It was pretty cool. Uh, moving on, ball talk. Popery, smattering of balls. A new world record may have been set, I believe just yesterday, for a uh, the tallest wave ever surfed. Okay, so it isn't the stinky kid who didn't change his shirt. <laughs> no, it's not the stinky kid who didn't change okay. his shirt. I, as far as I know, he still hasn't changed his shirt either. Poor kid. Uh, this uh, happened from Maya 
Okay, well, actually, what it is, this, this guy was uh, a Brazilian man, was in Portugal, mm-hmm. where they're having a giant storm that's going on. So they have waves of 100 foot plus. Jesus. Yes, over 100 foot waves. It's like the end of slamming deep onto, impact. The, onto the coast of Portugal. And um, this Brazilian surfer, actually, there's, there were several surfers out there trying to, obviously, you know, when they have these giants, giant things like that, if they can get out there and surf them, they do because they're suicidal. And uh, his name is Carlos Burl, Carlos Burl mm-hmm. of uh, Brazil. And just before he went out to surf this wave, actually, one of his friends, uh, a female surfer, almost nearly drowned. He saved this woman's life. That uh, she she got sucked under a wave. They pulled her onto the shore. They had to do, resuscitate her. She lived, and then he went right out into the waves and surfed this thing and ended up hitting a hundred foot plus wave. Wow! So it's believed to be the tallest one. They, they, I don't know how they measure it. They've got to go through several different things to measure exactly how high it was, but uh, it's believed he broke the record. Wow. Yes. That's terrifying. Yes. 100-foot wave. <laughs> Moving on in ball talk, people are debating how tall I am in here. What, what is, why is there a big debate? I can, I can end this debate. I think, you're, I think Greg's like 5'4". I am not 5'4". What I, are you? I am 5'6". Uh huh. I'm five six, sir. Taller With your than lifts. you. Taller than you. I do not have lifts. Moving on to ball talk. This is something that should not happen, but it sounds like it might. A new animated TV show may be coming to a network near you called The Gronks, based on the Gronkowski brothers of NFL fame. So the Gronkowski brothers, there's five of them, five of them, three of them play in the NFL now, um, and two of them, uh, two of them did or played baseball or something like that. It's basically a bunch of jock brothers. Okay. And like the O'Doyles? Kind of like the O'Doyles. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the one, Rob Gronkowski, he kind of got, got a little bit of fame because uh, he kept taking pictures of himself with porn stars that he was sleeping with <laughs> and then posting them online. So the Gronkowski brothers... Uh, including their father, are pitching this cartoon called The Gronks to all kinds of different uh, networks in Hollywood right now, trying to get someone to pick it up for a full series. It would the revolve Gronks. around... Meet the Gronks. Their different adventures. Of banging porn stars? Of <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's that's, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, although, according to the thing, one of the stories... One of the stories... That they're pitching. Apparently, this would be an adult cartoon. One of the stories is they're talking about uh, the Grandpa Gronk, who reportedly took a Viagra pill before a Las Vegas pool party to impress women with his semi boner. That sounds like a cartoon I don't want to watch. These are some of the riveting stories that the Gronks could bring to us in anime. Wow. Wow. Where can I put my funding behind? Gronks. And finally in ball talk we have this attention John and Boring because he seems like the kind of man who would be going to this website a lot. The Miami Dolphins cheerleaders have a website called DolphinsCheerleaders.com and yesterday if you looked it up on your phone the mobile site was hacked and took you directly to a porn site. Oh boy. Directly to a porn site 
Greg, what did you spend most of your day doing yesterday? I found out now it's too late for me. But if you were on there yesterday, DolphinsCheerleaders.com did not take you to cheerleaders. It took you to, to, to something all, all a little bit more, a little bit more risque. DolphinsCheerleaders.com. Yep, Got now it. it's just boring. That um, concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. I'm so sad you missed it, Greg. <laughs> oh, wow, this is... I mean, I guess I should have assumed that cheerleaders would have websites. There's a lot of scantily clad women on this. Oh, website. the Dolphins cheerleaders are fantastic. Are you kidding me? They they are awesome. They're they're my favorites. <laughs> if I had to rank, no, no, I'm just sounding creepy. Yeah, yeah, you are. <sighs> well, I did send you over that one thing. We do have that. Since it is Halloween week, we might as well go with it. And uh, I just have to say, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's time for a Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, it is a Squatch Watch time. So here is what's going on. How many times did you layer yourself yelling Squatch? Um, there's like one that trails off of the end where it's your voice. You're like, Squatch! Yeah, there's like three or four layers in there, and then I put some echo and some reverb on it. So, this is just being released. Of course, there was the uh, news last week of the possibility that maybe Sasquatch was a bear or some kind of polar bear grizzly hybrid. But yeah, that's pretty much proven. At don't this point. jump on that bandwagon so fast because a researcher has discovered something on Google Earth. So Google Earth, he was uh, he was uh, for some reason looking up the Yellowhead Highway in British Columbia. And now this is in the middle of nowhere, in the woods. Uh-huh. And you can go online and find this video that he made of himself following, uh, finding the picture on Google Earth. And zooming in and showing what does appear to be a bipedal creature off into the woods, standing right there. And if you go forward just a little bit, it's not What's there. What's a bipedal creature? It walks on two legs. Oh. Anyway, Bigfoot. So Could like, have been spotted, courtesy of Google Earth. I implore everyone to spend your spare time, please, researching and following along the roads on Google Earth. To trying s- to find Sasquatch. Trying to find Sasquatch. Keep your eyes peeled. Let's make Fun Employment Radio be the first place that we could finally break this and find even more evidence that Bigfoot exists, like this picture, which is clear proof. And it is, uh, well, it's pretty much real. That just proved it. So we need a little bit more. So <laughs> search now on Google Earth. For Sasquatch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Squatch! <laughs> That's my favorite one is the end one. Squatch! 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 Wow. All right, so I was looking up all this urine stuff. Oh, God. So it really doesn't say anywhere on... Oh, God, I did not need that picture. Uh, It doesn't really say anywhere on here that it's actually good for you, except for in the Bible, apparently. Yeah, what? The Bible tells you it's okay to drink your urine? Yeah, let's see. In the Bible, it says, drink waters from thy own cistern, flowing water from thy own well. (laughs) I don't... uh, No. No, no. Yeah, that's not going to happen. 
So are you going to try it, though? Greg, no. It does seem like something that might be right up your alley. Your curiosity for this is a little bit alarming. I'm not going to lie. I just always... It's a little bit unnerving. I'm always just curious about things like when people go to extremes, like what... What didn't work? What was the final step before they decided to... Are you worried because you might become that person? No, but I'm just Are curious. Are you trying to avoid those final steps? No, because there's no way that... Unless I'm, like, stranded somewhere and I and I would have to do it to survive, I would do that. I mean... Well, it's just like you're almost a cat person, a cat lady. But you're not quite there yet. You've got a couple more steps to go. I think you're maybe one to two steps at most away from being the crazy cat lady. You're maybe about three to four steps away from being the urine drinker. No, I just... No. 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 I think so. Ew, no. I think so. I'm pretty sure on this. I'm I'm pretty sure. If you are a carnival worker... Or an amusement park technician... Get a hold of us. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. I would love to speak with you. Um, also, go to funemploymentradio.com slash store to pick up a Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt, please, and thank you. It would be awesome if you did, and I know a lot of you are. They're really, really nice sweatshirts. Um, somebody asked on Twitter the other day what sizes we were, just as a comparison. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen Sarah and I, then, you know, maybe that'll help you out. I'm a medium. And I wear a small. And Sarah wears a small. So it's like a, they're, they're men's hoodies, but I mean, but the small fits just fine. Like if you, uh, I know that we have a lot of fans of big ass sandwiches here. They're basically the, the same sweatshirts, like the same material yeah. and stuff as those. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you have one of those, it's going to be pretty much the same fit. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So if you're looking for it, a comparison, I'm a small, Greg's a medium. Yep. So there, there is that. Mm. Also, don't forget to go to Asylum on Hawthorne, 37th and Hawthorne. Heck yeah. Uh, Asylum, formerly known as Sorrell's. Mm-hmm. And now with all new awesome signage. So yeah. Asylum, right on Hawthorne, 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Go in there. They're getting a whole bunch of new vintage furniture that's going to be coming in. And it's awesome stuff. I pretty much want everything that they have. I do too. I just want to furnish like my my life with everything in there. If I could afford it, I I would have them decorate my entire house. Honestly. That would be amazing. Yeah, because I mean, they they have so many awesome things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but that's not all they have. They have tons of other stuff. Go in, check out Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. Such a fantastic store. Yeah. I'm still a little thrown off by last night. Is that that weird? Am I crazy for what happened at the house? No, you're not crazy. It felt, it was really weird. I don't think I'm going to go over to your house for a while, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, somebody's moving into it today. Oh, good. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll be here any minute. Um, so that'll uh, that'll eliminate that problem. All right. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening right now. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. You guys are awesome. As we said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, guys. Love you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.